welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hey y'all, I'm Jade. And I'm Tamara. <sighs> Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast. We are recording late. Uh, we definitely don't want to make a habit of having a delayed podcast, uh, but we were in the midst of quite an epic snowstorm in Texas this past week, and so we've just kind of just been going through it. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen any recent news, um, you'll know that Texas is not a snow state, and it was not prepared for no. the amount of snow we got. I'm not even sure how much we got, um, but from my understanding, people were losing power before the snow actually fell, and throughout <laughs> then, and the whole state has just been affected, and the leadership is negligent, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how, you know, they told us two weeks ago that a storm was coming, and yet everyone was just so dumbfounded when it happened. It just, you know, I mean, what, what can myself, you do? I was like, it's not going to be that bad. Yeah, bad. I mean, I definitely did not. I, I thought we were just going to get a little bit of snow here and there. I mean, this, I, I can't even, <laughs> I can't get into it. I, I have. It hadn't been that cold since 1989, y'all. It was freezing for Texas, and we didn't have power, and so if you don't have power, you don't have heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been it's been it's been pretty pretty terrible, but we're here. Yes, we're um, here. Got water back today. I've been without water for four days, so you know things are looking up. Things are looking yeah. up. A and lot of people are still affected. Is yes, yes. A big big thing. People have pipes who have burst. They're not able to live at home anymore. Mm-hmm. People are still utilizing the warming centers and. The uh, going to food distributions and water distributions. If you would like to help at all, please donate to any of the uh, charities here mm-hmm. in Texas. Doesn't matter which which uh, city, they could all benefit. Um, but I know here a lot of Austin is pulling together to kind of make sure that people have their needs met, and that's mm-hmm. I guess the beauty of the bad situation. Yeah, the Austin nonprofits here and just the restaurant scene is like truly just outstanding like they have just been doing so much work so I mean like if you're on you know tv and you're like oh it can't be that bad no sis and sistrin it's very bad here um so you know do what you can definitely donate to a charity everyone would definitely appreciate it your impact will be noticed of course yes Um, that's how we're getting all this food yes (laughs) charities donations (laughs) charities are paying for restaurants to give away all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, you stand in line, and you get the food, and eat it, and see what's going to happen next, but it's okay, we're here, we have power, and we're ready to, you know, kind of uh, escape a little bit into the reality TV world, yes. <laughs> take a break from real life, because, yeah, it's, it's needed, it's so we're going to dive right into um, The Bachelor, we'll be covering uh, the two past episodes, uh, episode six and episode seven. And we're going to do a little special recap of a little extra interview we caught with Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. Mm. Yes. Oh, what a nightmare. And then uh. on the next episode, <laughs> we'll be covering Married at First Sight. There's been a lot of content that's occurred oh my um, gosh. since we last recorded <laughs> and without power. like It's just a lot to catch up on. So we're kind of breaking this episode up into two episodes just to get everything covered in an appropriate amount of time Mm -hmm. um so you guys can give a listen and go on about your day because if you're living life like us you don't have a ton of free 
Right. Time to enjoy things right now. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> or the weary. Or any of us. <laughs> You're like, I don't know okay. about wicked, but... Go ahead and jump in. We're going to cover, we're starting with week six. <sighs> the Bachelor. Yes. You want me to start or you want to start? You can go ahead and start. Okay. So week six picks up right at the end of week five where Matt uh, had gave like a card, sent a card for MJ and Jacinia because he said he needed to know the truth. <laughs> These girls are sitting across from each other, staring daggers into each other's eyes, and then they kind of start going like a little heated argument. MJ is really aggressive. Yes, and she is. I Ugh. never, I can't say that I knew who she was before. I just always liked her hair a lot. I love mm-hmm. her hair. But she was like being really, really bitchy to Jacinia well, this whole time. And then it was confusing because she kept saying, like, oh, well, I'm not a mean girl, and, you know, my actions speak louder. And I'm just like, but you're being so catty. So, like, I don't really understand. Yeah. So Matt takes uh, Jacinia to talk first, and they kind of have, like, a little chat. And then this whole time, like, throughout this, MJ's doing these ITMs or these uh, – Oh, talking, talking heads. Head yeah, <laughs> I was almost forgot. <laughs> or these talking heads, and she keeps referring to herself as like a bitch, which is pretty fitting <laughs> considering considering the way she's treating Jacinia. But she's like, I had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back, and like, cause she got a little emotional, so she thought she was a weak bitch. I don't know. The whole bad bitch thing had me a little. I think she's confused. nuts. I mean, that was so crazy. Like, it was, like, I just didn't understand, like, where that was coming from. It seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, and then just the I whole... I felt like little, she was having an identity crisis. Like. Yeah. And then she, like, at first, I was like, is she talking to herself? Or is this more of, like, a, a, a monologue for us? Like, it was weird. And I was just like, if Matt doesn't let this girl go home, then, like, it, it's time. Yeah. It's time. It was definitely difficult to watch. He ultimately walked mm-hmm. her out, which probably was the right thing considering the dynamic between her and the other women um so she was chopped cut and then the next thing that i have is katie and serena c arguing that was so weird again with these very awkward arguments that don't what were they arguing about so (laughs) it was honestly i felt like serena was in the wrong because she was basically saying um she felt that Katie was being, uh, I guess, rude to them because she was upset or frustrated or I, I really can't recall what what was the reason why she was so angry with her. And it seemed like no one else really understood either. Um, Me included. Yeah, I just remember Katie just being like, I don't understand like why you're so angry. Um, and I think Serena may have mentioned something about you're not here. No, taking up taking up Matt's time. Like I, th- I guess she was. I guess she was taking up too much of his time, and Serena was just like, "We all need the time." And I'm like, "Girl, moving forward." Yeah, um, I think she felt like Katie was being like disingenuous or something mm-hmm. because of something Katie said. Which I don't know. The whole thing, though, for them to have that argument, it was pretty loud because even the girls in the other room could hear. Yes, like, yeah, it was too much. Happen. And they both rolled in there like. Yeah, I mean, after the fight we had just so seen with Mimj and Jacinia, I was like, I don't need to see another fight. Like, I'm tired. Um, so I think at some point they just were like, okay, cool. Like, I think the other girls were actually like, Let, let's just wrap this up. <laughs> and let's, like, it's not important. 
Um, and then the next thing I have is Piper and Matt's date. At the amusement park. Yes, yes. Um, I have some, I have notes about, uh, she talked a lot about family dynamics, um, and she expressed that her family didn't say the word love a lot. Um, they uh, didn't use a lot of words, but used love in their actions, and then I have, she starts crying. <laughs> she says it's hard to let people in, but yet here she is sobbing. Um, he basically, you know, says some generic phrases. We can work on that together, he says. Um, he says it's liberating to put his feelings on the table. Um, and then all of a sudden, Piper, who um, is afraid of, you know, closeness and, you know, and intentionally, you know, love, says, I think I'm falling in love with you. Wow. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Or I, I don't know. I, it feels to me like girls are saying like this specific phrase, "I'm falling in love with you," mm-hmm. as like a kind of a sort of hail mary of love. Yes, or it's like a precursor because you're not in love, but you're you're falling. Yeah, <laughs> you're but they only there. say this on like the second part of the solo date, like when they're at dinner. Yes, and you know when the rose is sitting <laughs> on the table, it's all just very like. It's so Girl. fake. Because oh, he's not really gosh. saying, he's not initiating it with anybody no. to say like, oh, I'm falling in love with you. They're all like, well, I just, I want you to know that I'm falling in love with you. And then he pulls out the rose and then yes. he either walks him out or gives him the rose. Yes. And to, in this particular day, he said, I hope that you trust me with your feelings and your heart. Okay. So he gives her the rose. They do a little kiss. They were kissing very fast. Um, for some reason, I have they like, a lot. I feel like, and he it's her quite a bit. Yes, that's so much kissing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he says, "Oh, got one more surprise for you." And she's like, "What?" So then, oh my god, this killed me. We walk into a concert by the Temecula Road. Am I pronouncing oh, that right? <laughs> that's that's a great guess. I, I don't know. Someone, some someone, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I assume this is a country band uh, because they started playing a country song. My notes are, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so here's the thing, you guys. Matt is an African American slash biracial male with a biracial woman. What what about them screams country music? And what about them screams Temecula Road? Was the song bad, though? I honestly don't even recall. I remember the girls in the band looked really great. They were wearing they black. They looked great. They were like, their <laughs> black dresses. I don't recall the song being, like, bad. I think he particularly, I think that was chosen because of the lyrics of the song to kind of be like a love song. Oh, Jade. So you're telling me that out of all the R&B songs in the world, none of them fit that particular moment, and it had to be Temecula Road. Is that what you're saying? I think they were trying to be balanced. As we saw in episode seven, we had a whole other artist that was... That was probably the first black... <laughs> see, and we're getting ahead of ourselves. But when I saw him, I gasped. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, a person I actually recognize and like. Um, I don't know if they chose... <laughs> see, because they could have... I feel like they could have chosen the performers before the actual person was chosen for the date, maybe. Jay, this, is, this is ABC. Okay. Okay. I guess I, I just feel like I, I don't understand them wanting to be balanced. This is this is a, this is a, a black presenting male. So like I like he's already said in so many podcasts that he enjoys R and B music. He likes Bryson so Tiller. Who, who 
chose the band then? Probably the was producers. That an ABC decision or I think I think it was a I think it was a producer slash Chris Harrison, which will probably that we can get into that with our extra okay. TV interview because I mean it all kind of plays into that. Um, so yeah, I so think this all goes back to Matt not being in control of what's happening. Yes, and, exactly. <laughs> and then they're sitting there, and honestly, Piper looked like, oh, <laughs> like, who are these ladies? <laughs> so they're sitting there swaying, and I'm just like, see, girl, couldn't be me. They're trying to enjoy the moment. <laughs> okay, let's move on from that date. What happens? Yes. Or is there any other things to ask? She got the rose, obviously. Yeah, she got the rose. She was on cloud nine, falling in love, wonderful. And then I believe the next thing is the bowling group date. <sighs> I was pretty checked out for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it wasn't really I mean they were just bowling at first they seemed to be having a great time then of course you know your man Chris gets here and it's like ooh competition um okay so then um I think the pink group wins and I marked the them because they were all women of color because it was Chelsea Jacenia, oh. Michelle and Serena is it P or C Serena P is the well they're both women of color Depends on which color you're talking about. Uh, I think I think the the Serena C is Asian. Okay, no, so Serena P then it was Serena P. Okay. Yeah. So then it was so they those four won, um, and so then uh, we flash back to like the ladies who did not win, and Abigail. Abigail was they like really bitching about. I was like, where's this coming from, Abby? Like everyone's so upset. Who? Someone was sobbing about like they, not getting I think any they time. All, like, just sit. I've noticed this too. Whoever oh doesn't get like the second part to the group date, they just mm-hmm. all sit in the room and cry together. Yeah, it was a lot. Oh my god. Um, so then, um, so then Chris comes in and it's like, oh, you guys need to come on the date too. And then all of a sudden they're all happy. I was like, this is stupid. Um, drama. So then, I don't think I mentioned, but Michelle from the group got the rose. So they have a date. Um, Michelle actually seems really awesome. I think he's very, like, into her. Hold on. He had a date with Michelle? Did he have a date with Michelle, or did he just give her the rose? He had a date with Katie. Yes, yeah, so I think he just gave her the rose. Because I have here, like, I think there was, like, an MVP or something from the competition. I don't fucking know. And he gave her a rose. Um, and I think I just put... I think I just put she seems awesome because she really does seem like lovely. Um, I love her. Yeah, I think she's great. So then I think one thing that I noticed is that I have a note that says Chelsea and Matt have a conversation um, and then they kiss in like on like the stairway in like a corner. Mm. It was really interesting (laughs) because like we couldn't really see the kiss. But she was like kind of standing like on like the step above him, and so she was kind of towering over him, and they were kissing. And I was like, "Well, why are we seeing this?" Like, I don't know. It was it was it was interesting. Mm. Um, so then I have the note that says Matt and the white guy talk. <laughs> who I'm assuming is Tyler. Oh, I was like, is that Chris? <laughs> I think it was Tyler. <laughs> okay, Matt and his roommate. Tyler, mm-hmm. they're all I don't, shooting yeah. stuff, right? Like yes, yes, they're shooting pool. I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't have any notes for that. Okay, Tyler's visiting, hanging out. I don't really have any notes either. But this segues into Katie's date. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Katie gets to go on a solo date, and their whole thing is they're like, Tyler has a massage scheduled at the mm-hmm. resort, I guess, yeah. and. <laughs> Matt and Katie are, they have like a bug in the ear of the masseuse 
yeah. and they're asking her to do things to Tyler, which made me uncomfortable to be honest. It did, I don't know actually. if anybody else. I was like, this is so this unethical. Way. Like, this is yeah. Seuss. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I literally wrote, "This is like coerced molestation." <laughs> it was weird, and I was like, "This isn't funny." They were and, like, "Let's." Uh, they were like, "Twist his nipples," and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, they're like, asking he her to like non-consensually. He consented right. to massage. He did not consent to being molested. Well, and if the roles were reversed, I mean, it would be outrageous. Yes. <laughs> that, I had that thought, too. I was like, if this was a woman on this table and this masseuse was, you know, touching her inappropriately, True. heads would roll. I would hope. I don't so, know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that whole thing made me uncomfortable. So, then they segue into, like, their actual, like, sit-down date. Um, and honestly, as soon as they sat down, I saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like... She was just too excited, and I was just like, girl, he's about to crush your feelings. And so he basically says, she tells him that he's doing a great job, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Um, And he has said, he says, you've been honest with me. I appreciate your honesty, but my relationship with others has progressed further. Um, And she actually seemed shocked. I don't know. I think she did because she's been like lobbying against all these other girls mm-hmm. about him. But I think her her attention has maybe been more on the other girls than like actually paying attention to the vibes that he's given her. Exactly. See, worry about like the wrong thing. Because he really things. likes her for a friend. Like you're my you're my homie. And she's like, yeah, but pick me because I'm great. And I don't think she's not great. It's just like yeah. I don't know if her attention was in the right place. I don't know, girl. I mean, this is what happens. You know, you sitting here arguing with Serena and Jacinia and whoever else he's arguing with. I don't know. And, you know, all of a sudden you're gone. So, so <sighs> Katie gets walked out. Um, if you didn't catch that, that's what happened. And then do we go to the rose ceremony after that? Did we? I don't have. We're going to go there. That's where we're going to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go there. So we get to the rose ceremony. Ryan is crying the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> um, Ryan is the one. She has like curly hair. I think she's a dancer of some sort. Um, Why am I not recalling her? I, I have. She's no not very memorable, but she's like brown skin, curly hair, like kind of big curls, not tight curls, but loose curls. Mm-hmm. Um, Either way, she was crying throughout the entire rose ceremony. (laughs) (laughs) And she ended up not getting a rose. So it was kind of just like, she didn't get a rose. Katie didn't get a rose, of course, because she was walked out. Brittany, whoever that is, and then Maggie. And Mm -hmm. Maggie was the, where is Maggie from? Ethiopia? (gasps) Yes, I love her. Oh, I love her. That sucks. She's she's gorgeous. Yeah, and the only other thing I think worth noting between in this episode is somewhere in the background of the on, regular ongoings of the episode, um, this van pulls up to the gate. <laughs> the van. <laughs> There's a minivan pulls up to the gate. Because she's been road tripping. <laughs> they introduce this as this person as Heather from Colton Season, which I haven't seen, so I don't know him or her. But she wants to talk to Chris. The guard calls Chris down, and Chris is like, Heather, what are you doing here? You're going to mess this all up for Matt. And she's like, I have to meet him. She's dressed like she's going to meet him. Right. But Chris tells her, like, you have to quarantine. Can't let you in the resort because we're all COVID safe and you're not. Mm -hmm. So throughout the background of the episode, you see her, like, in her hotel doing 
whatever people do when they're quarantined. Ridiculousness. I don't know if people even do that, but she was just, I don't know. I was so like a a very severe quarantine. Yes. Yeah. I think it was just her just, well, who knows what it really was. But yeah, I was just so uninterested in all of her scenes. Like, and and I'm not really interested in her. Um, I I don't know like what this is, I guess, or like why she's being allowed to even do this. Yeah, so she says, like, her best friend, Hannah Brown, told her she has to meet Matt. Her and Matt have never met before, but they share this mutual friend, Hannah Brown, which I guess she was also on the show at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so when this, this episode ends, you see Heather walking into the house. I guess she's finished her quarantine. She's walking mm-hmm. into the house, walks right past these girls, and goes, and she somehow knows exactly which room Matt's in. Somehow. <laughs> Um, but Matt's in the room with Piper, and it looks like they're having a pretty serious conversation. Mm-hmm. And Heather walks in, and Matt just completely is, like, beside himself to the point. It's, it's like, pretty rude. Like, he just right. laughs in Piper's face. And now we're, into, in. we're into episode seven now, right? We're, yeah, we're, this is, like, the, end, the ending of six is the beginning of seven. Right, so right. Yeah, okay, so yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so yeah. Piper looks very upset. <laughs> She looks super confused. Matt has this huge ass smile on his face and just is like, uh, can you give me a few minutes um, to talk to her? And he knows who she is because, like I said, they're a mutual friend. And I mean, Heather, Heather looks fine to me. Like, I don't see any issue with her, but besides the fact that, you know, she shouldn't she be is. there. And yeah. I was just like, why is this random? I mean, I say random just because, uh, yeah, this is your, his friend, was it Hannah or Hannah Brown? Yeah. Okay. So this is Hannah's friend. He's, couldn't he have met her at some other point? Like, why did she have to come onto the show? You know. It was just weird. One would think if Matt was single before and Heather was single before, that if Hannah really thought they should be a match, she would have said something exactly. before he was chosen as The Bachelor. Exactly. And like, had her be like a quote unquote, like home wrecker for the season. Right. Those who have been there. Right. So, yeah. yeah. That starts week seven, ends week six, starts week seven. And so the rest of week seven starts with him talking to Heather. You see the conversation mm-hmm. they have. Piper is outside crying, like oh, frustrated, Lord. talking to the other girls, telling telling her what happened as Heather entered the room. Do you mm-hmm. remember anything about the conversation between Heather and Matt? Um, I was more focused on the ladies' conversation because they okay. were pissed. <laughs> Like, they they were super angry. Jacinta was like, you know, what's happening? Like, hometowns are next week. Why is this person here? Honestly, everyone was equally pissed. I feel like there were, there were some that were a little bit more angry. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Jacinta, for some reason, I keep hearing, like, her voice. Like, I think she, <laughs> she and Piper and some other ones were very, like, vocal. Um, yeah. And they proceeded to be extremely vocal when Heather walked out to talk to them. <laughs> mm, that conversation yeah. was hysterical to me because I, I mean, you know, I, I enjoy a good confrontation, but I, I'm sure to others <sighs> it might have been a bit much. Okay, come on, you guys. <laughs> really? I, I mean, again, like I see both sides. I feel like, again, Matt's not running this show apparently, so... <laughs> <laughs> Those girls are mad. They should be mad. I feel like Heather was, she didn't come in and be rude to them per se. 
Coming in itself was rude, but she didn't say anything rude. Like, she wasn't like a Victoria when she walked into them. Well, no, but it's just like you're coming in the week before hometowns expecting what? To get married? Yeah. 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 I mean, that was warranted. She seems nice, though. Is she nice or is she not nice? I don't know anything. I really don't know. I mean, she seemed nice, but unfortunately, like, it's an impossible situation because you've inserted yourself into a time where, like, everyone needs time with Matt. And so now you've showed up in this fucking minivan and talking about you want to be with him, you're friends of Hannah's. It, it, it's too ready much. ready to get married to someone she's just met today. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I really didn't like it. So I, I, under, I see both sides because some people were like, oh, my God, they're being so mean. But on the other hand, I was just like, well, shit, if I'm sitting here trying to get a, a one-on-one date that I have yet to have, i.e. Jacenia, and this I girl have a walks good, in. I guess I had one. Sorry. Wait, did she have one? Early on. Never mind. Okay, yeah. Rose. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I would be a little, I would be very frustrated. So yeah. I guess it could, it kind of seemed, I can see how it would appear that they were ganging up on her, but come on, girl. I think this was also facilitated, though, because Matt, like, spent time talking to her. He didn't say, like, well, I don't feel like it's appropriate for you to be here and, like, mm-hmm. then send her on her way, which right. he could have then told the girls, like, oh, you know, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. He, like, considered it for a minute and put her in the, posi- put her in the position to be for like two minutes. Yeah, he, like, took some time and, you know, thought about it. Yeah. And was like, well, I really trust Hannah. She's one of my best friends. And if she vouches for this girl, like, maybe I should marry her. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it was so ridiculous. So at some point he comes out and tells Heather, okay, girl, this, you know, obviously this isn't going to work out. Something knocks some sense into him. And he's right. Like, no. No. Yeah. So he comes out, and I, I feel like he has a conversation with the girls. I kind of blacked out on this part because I was like, I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? But I think he like he ensures them that his next wife is sitting on this couch, essentially. Yeah. He does apologize to Piper, which I was happy about. I feel like mm-hmm. she really deserved an apology. She's and very he acknowledged upset. that it was rude of him to, to, to allow Heather to interrupt his time with her. Yeah. So I was I thought that was toward the end handled as best it could be, but it was just still not an ideal situation. Yeah. What do we have next this episode? So Serena P and Matt have a date. Uh, they have a one on one date. They had the tantric yoga date. This is so this was so interesting to me. It sounded so exciting when they like said that that's what they were going to do. I was like, ooh, I've mm-hmm. never heard of tantric yoga. I've heard of, like, tantric sex practices, but not tantric yoga. So I've seen it before. Actually, like, Married at First Sight, they actually did it last season um, with Karen and Miles. But it was oh, a very, I like... I recall that. that yeah, but this one... Yeah, but this one... It felt more like acro yoga. Like, because, yes, like... it looked a lot different. Yeah, like, I wasn't... Like, they did, like, maybe one pose that's more, like, tantric, where they, like, held each other... And, like, we're kind of, like, face-to-face. But it felt more like acro yoga because they were just lifting each other. So I was like, this is really tantric. But, okay. Um, I could tell that she was very uncomfortable. I didn't know she was only 23. Oh. Did you know that? No. So oh. that was one of the things that, like, as she was talking. Okay, this she makes a lot of sense. Like, as they were, like, doing these positions, like, there was this one, like, Matt was laying on his back, and he was, like, holding her, um, like, by her Her, her lip. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she was kind of doing, like, I don't know what you call it, but, like, make you grab your 
feet with your hands like a back bend, kind of like a bow. I think it's what it's called, a bow. Yeah, and she said something like, oh, I can't believe I can still do this, which made yeah, me think she was, was like, older. <laughs> well, I was like, when were you doing that? And, um, yeah, she did say that. So I thought about that, but then as she was talking, like her little name came up and it said she's, she's 23, and I was like, oh, so maybe she was doing this like – in high schools, like cheer or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. She's really flexible. She still yeah. has quite a bit of flexibility. But it was like the way when she was, when they were doing that pose specifically, like he's like, instead of like laying flat, he's like staring into her crotch mm-hmm. while she's like face. It just looked, I don't know, it looked uncomfortable. He said some things, not to be like, <laughs> he didn't say anything like terrible, but he was yeah. like encouraging of the, the positions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And she looked, she was doing like a grin and bear it. Yeah, she wasn't really, she wasn't enjoying it because he pulled in at one point and tried to kiss her and she pulled back. Ooh, yeah. Like I caught it and I was like, ooh, I was like, she's not enjoying this. And so after. And that's the most sensual part. Well, yeah. And so for me at first I was like, oh, well, maybe this is, you know, maybe she's just not there yet because it is very intimate. Like you are literally staring at someone's face and you can't look away. There's cameras everywhere. There's cameras and another woman in the room. Right. (laughs) So I was like, let me give her some grace and the benefit of the doubt. But then she starts saying how like she would have never chosen this and she just kept waiting for it to be over. It sounded um, terrible. She sounded traumatized, actually. Like, well, she 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 hated it. Like she absolutely hated it. And so then he felt, I think, awful uh, because he was just like, I enjoyed it. I thought I thought we had a blast. I thought we got closer. She's literally saying, I'm not an overly affectionate person. I move at a slower pace. And so he says, I feel horrible. Yeah, I wish so. she would have said something in the moment as they were like putting them into those positions. If I wish she would have like let them know then like look I'm uncomfortable instead of going through it dreading it you know yeah. I don't like that was like fair to her to endure that like if you, I mean I don't know what would you have done if they were like do these things and you weren't comfortable would you do it or would you not do it I feel like in that moment you kind of have to do it because it's going to be this huge fuss if you don't because she's going to sit there and be like I'm not comfortable and he's going to be like oh my god why aren't you comfortable? Then you got to stop set. Then you got to talk to the fucking producers and be like, well, this is what we had lined up for this time. What are y'all going to do instead? Like, it, I felt like it would have been a whole thing. Can't we just do thing. regular yoga? Well, and honestly, like, I don't understand why they couldn't have. Like, he doesn't have, he hasn't spent a lot of time with her. So I honestly I mean, felt like the tantric. Yeah, I feel like this was like a bit premature. <laughs> like, I'm like. Well, that's what I'm saying. She could have, I feel like. Maybe, yeah. Like, okay, if they were going to do tantric stuff, maybe. There should have been a conversation like, hey, mm-hmm. would you be comfortable doing tantric yoga? Because I feel like that's very, like, Yeah, it's very intimate. And then what's what's killing me is that I feel like there are, like, levels. <laughs> and so it felt like they were on, like, level five. And I felt like they should have been at level one. So, like, when we were, I remember watching Murder at First Sight. When Karen and Miles did tantric yoga, it was not like that. Like, yeah, I like think, a yeah, she gave him like a massage. <laughs> he like fell asleep at one point. And like, I feel like that's a level one. And I think that's what Serena needed. <laughs> that's probably what she was anticipating when they said that. I don't even know if she knows what tantric is. Yeah. She was probably like, yoga, cool. Like, all mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah, but, so I felt bad. Yeah. I mean, he felt bad too. But I'm also wondering, like, could he not tell that she was uncomfortable? Clearly not. He said that 
in the midst of it, he was having a great time. He pulled in and tried to kiss her. Like, he was trying to deepen the connection. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, she was smiling, but she wasn't smiling, you know? Well, yeah. And honestly, after watching this date, like, it ended on a nice note. Like, you know, she they talked about, you know, authenticity and how he was glad she didn't lie to him. And they ice skated at the end. She accepted the rose to hometowns. But that moment for me kind of sealed her fate i don't think she's gonna advance after hometowns because that date was a disaster i think the the thing with me that keeps coming back in my head is like he i feel like he's too old for some of these girls <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember how old he is but it seems like 29 be, or 30 okay i don't know why i was thinking he was like 33 35 <laughs> but no. it seems to be like this uh, incredible mismatch between like where some of these girls are in their lives and mm-hmm. where he's at because he can be kind of um, kind of direct when yeah. like on these one-on-one dates and some of these younger women seem to be like a little bit off put by it because it's not mm-hmm. like a tra- it's not tra- like traditional dating at all you know yeah. where you get to take your time and really explore it's all like very fast paced and I think for a younger person, it might be, it's a lot very fast, like too much yeah. too soon, you know? Well, and we get to that later on, because um, yes. it definitely takes one of them out. But yeah, I feel like Matt is a mature guy. And, yeah. and I just don't think that, you know, Serena, bless her heart, but I kept getting like, not child vibes, but just like, oh, I don't want to touch you. Or, oh, I don't like intimacy. I was just like, all right, girl. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, she's, she's 23. Yeah, she don't know. He seems like significantly more more sexually comfortable, maybe, or mm-hmm. more intimately comfortable than she is. Yeah, um, I agree. Because for some people that are like, you know, more sexually advanced, they might not have found that date as, as yeah. off-putting as she did. Or just honestly more comfortable in their sexuality and sensuality, yeah. for that matter. Like, she looked like she just could not. <laughs> she just yeah. couldn't. And it was it was tough to watch. It was yeah, really it almost makes me wonder, though, like, okay, so what did you think? Like, okay, you're dating this man. There's supposed to be a proposal at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And, like, so what did you think was going to happen? Well, like, did I mean, this seems like a pretty advanced situation, like something I would not sign up for. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you sign up for an advanced dating situation, I don't know. It's not supposed to go the slow. The show is not supposed to go slow. Well, she said she wanted to do that, but she didn't want to do fucking tantric yoga and yeah. bump, bump, crouch, bump. You know, she didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, she said, I'll yeah. advance and take it to the next stage, but do I need to put my vagina in your face? Like, do yeah. I need to do that? <laughs> So I don't know. Like, yeah. I think she. It seems I think like a lot of that is production driven. Yes, like promoting and I, a lot of the sexuality. And I just the want show. the producers to just read the contestants and just kind of do better. Yeah, like I don't think maybe that's an unfair ask at all. Yeah, like that. Maybe that date would have been better with him and um, anybody else. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, when, well, like I feel like Katie maybe might have liked that date. Yeah, or honestly, like I feel like maybe like a Brie. Or honestly, Piper. I think Piper would have enjoyed that. Because, yeah. I mean, she, you know, she really, you know? So, I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm not trying to say anything about okay. Piper. I, I just confused. feel like she's ready to, okay. to engage. Yep. 
Yes. If I'm taking your words, she's ready to go. <laughs> so the next scene I have is that Matt is on a Peloton with Speedo shorts on. Did you have that in your notes? I didn't have it on my notes, but I noticed the Peloton advertisement. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of good things about that recently. And I did I notice Matt well. is, again, doing a lot of physical activity. They usually, like, will show him doing something in between yeah. these transition scenes. Like did him. you see the shorts, though? I did see the shorts. I think those are biking shorts, right? No, like, they're not. <laughs> biking shorts are long because for real, like, for oh, real cyclists. Yeah, like, yeah, like they have cyclist. to be long. Well, is it cyclists or? Yeah, like cyclists have the ones that like come down to your knees, and his one's yeah. shorter than that. So like, but if like, you're like a real like a cyclist, you wear long shorts. He got some fucking. I just can't. I'm not gonna short shame <laughs> him. He seemed like he was able to work out in private, <laughs> except for the cameras. Well, maybe I'm projecting because I can't wear shorts that small. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my this is this is something that I've just got to deal with. So let I me mean, again. I'll I think look for with them. Him. <laughs> they hate to, him. They're trolling him, and even though it's supposed to be like a good shot, you know, I don't know. Girl, they Whatever. hate him. So I have. Him, so our next group date, I have a list of the gals. I have oh. Abby, Abigail. I have racist Rachel. Oh my I have Kit, <laughs> Bree, Piper, and Michelle. So everyone except Justinia. Everyone is. Where did Justinia go during? She that? gets a. I don't. know. Maybe she's getting oh, ready. Oh, Justinia and Serena weren't there because they they both had solo dates. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So oh, those and where was Chelsea. Chelsea's gone. She was gone last episode. No, she left this episode. I think. Yeah. No, Chelsea left in episode six because she no, left. She didn't. Yes, she did. She left. No, she didn't. The last group date that they had was Chelsea. They had Chelsea, Jacinia, Michelle, and Serena P. And in that episode, didn't she leave with Katie? Katie I really left. thought she did. I think she. I have her down with episode seven. I don't have her down there. I really okay. don't. I'll fact check. You go ahead. Because she's nowhere in my notes. Like, and I have all the ladies. Because in go the. Ahead. Let me see. Okay. Oh, wait. Actually, know what? She leaves in episode seven. I'm sorry. She left in the first part of episode seven because there was an elimination. Um, so for my notes, I have Brie and, Brie and Matt were talking. I just love... Brie just looks very chic to me. Like, I don't know what it is about her style. I think it's style. the hair. It's the bone straight hair that I like. Mm-hmm. It looks good on her. Um, so she basically tells him that a few days ago, she had to resign from her job, her dream job. Facepalm. <sighs> He said, "Be." She said, "Being here with you is worth it, girl." I don't know, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. He actually seemed to really enjoy hearing that, so I don't know. I think it kind of fed his ego a little bit. But mm-hmm. He he for loved her. It. I was like, I don't know, girl. Can you get that, that job back? Well, especially during COVID, I'm just like, well, maybe is it a leave of absence? But usually, like, when you go, you go. So, I don't know. I'll keep her in my thoughts and prayers. I mean, I'm, one question, though. Okay, so if she planned to be, if she planned to win the show, like, she quit her job before mm-hmm. going? Is that what happened? Or well, she just quit it? it sounds like she was taking some time off. And then as she progressed, she was like, well, shit, I probably need to make a decision. So, mm-hmm. I think they probably were like, okay, you've advanced quite a bit. But look, are you coming back or not? Because we yeah. need, we got work to be done. I forgot what she does. 
I can't remember either. <laughs> but I was surprised to hear that she quit her job. Yeah. So that um, was interesting. Um, Piper and Matt. Uh, Piper says she's falling in love. Wonderful. Um, Michelle says that she's 100% committed to him. And then we get to the beloved Abigail, who has a conversation with young Matthew. This was so heartbreaking. It was. I feel like we've all been there. Um, she gave this monologue of how much she really cares about him and is enjoying the time they spend together. I mean, it was beautiful. <sighs> and he and basically... I was going to say what he said to her, but if you want to okay. say something before. I was just going to say, before this, as people were getting chosen for their solo dates, Abby had kind of talked a lot about, like, she hasn't gotten a solo date, and she was feeling a bit insecure. It's mm-hmm. kind of how yeah. she was couching it, like, leading up to this. Like, I just don't know what's going on. We haven't had one-on-one time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know I started off as, like, a front runner, and now I don't know where I stand because he's not taking me anywhere. And mm-hmm. I don't know, did Jacinia already go on her date, or was this... Jacinia no, Jacinia hadn't this? gone. She went on her date after that. Okay. All right, yeah. Sure. So go ahead with what Matt said. Yeah, so Matt basically tells her that he was extremely comfortable with her, um, and so comfortable that he explored other relationships and grew strong feelings. What a dick. Um, that was really tough to hear. I wish he had honestly not said the so comfortable part because that would have probably like put me into a, like a fit of rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, so you were so fucking comfortable with me that you kind of just forgot I was there in pursuit of other relationships. Like, like that's soon like, after you met me. Who wants to hear that? That was awful. And I don't think he meant to be cruel, but he follows up. Honest, I yes. I think he could have spared her that. And he says, my heart is pulling me in another direction. So then she is heartbroken, and in the car, she says that she's always the person that makes men realize what they want next, but they never want that with me. Wow. Oh, my God. Truer words, girl. You know, let's just have a moment of silence for Abigail. I can't with you. Why didn't you stay silent? I was trying to, and I was like, is she serious? I am serious. You know what? Fuck it. Bless you, Abigail, wherever you are. I Um, like Abigail a lot. I've seen on social media people are vying for her to be the next Bachelorette. I think she'd be great, but, you know, The Bachelor never gets it right, so we'll see. That was just super sad. Yeah. And then who did we talk to next? Kit? I think it was Rachel, actually. Oh. Yes, it was Rachel because we've got we've got some some big news coming. So, Rachel, racist Rachel and Matt have a conversation, um, and he basically is like, "Do you think your mom would grill me?" And she says, "Oh no, oh, my family will see. I'm so happy with you, and they just want me to be happy." Um, but he says something that honestly just filled me with just dread. He says, "When I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you." Huh. He hasn't said that to any other ladies. Just He has not said that. He's only said it to he her? He has not. But I do feel like he recycles a lot of his phrases. And I'm annoyed with it. That's true. That's true. So he's thinking about <sighs> racist Rachel. One of the, we'll come back to that. Anyways, yes, he says that. What else? So basically, she gets the next rose. And he's like, oh, got a surprise for you. And I'm thinking, great, another country band. But a loss. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone, I 
am shocked to see that he has an R&B production singer. has. I'm sorry. Production has enlisted an R&B singer, an African American man, at that. Presenting Mr. Aloe Black, I actually I love, love him. Yes. He's singing. Oh, one of my favorite songs. Oh my gosh! Like if you can go find it, just go find it. Like it's such a great song. And I was like, so you give this bitch racist Rachel this? This is what she gets. So that's what I'm saying. Like doesn't thing <laughs> switch to you? Should that have been Piper's date and Rachel should have gotten the country band? Well, yeah, and that's why I'm like production is running this whole show, and they're <laughs> and they're they're flying off the rails here. Like it it, it felt very mismatched. Like racist Rachel should have gotten Temecula Road. And then Piper should have gotten this. Maybe they wanted to see if she would protest to have, like... <laughs> You're like, I don't very, want this black A man. very obviously black right. artist. I hated you know, it. She'd be uncomfortable with that. I was so angry. I'm like, this is a beautiful song, a beautiful moment, and you spoil it on fucking racist Rachel. I was pissed. And I was just like, this is gross. He's sitting there just like... He just looked super into her. And I'm like, Matt, what are we not seeing? That's... A, well, again, a question. So... Matt, being that he likes R&B, is that, like, did he really want to have that experience with Rachel because he's, like, borderline obsessed with her? Was he like, this is what I want to have with her. I want to do this one with her, and I'll do Temecula with uh, whoever had that, Piper. I don't think he had a choice. I think maybe they gave him a list, and they were like, give us your favorite tunes. I think they were like, (laughs) walk in, and you're going to see who's performing, you're going to love it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I really did. In the history of all the Bachelor ones, this is probably the most notable person we've had, like country or not. They're usually these random fucking bands that nobody has heard of. But Aloe Black is an actual, like, I think Grammy nominated artist. So I was just mm-hmm. like, this is actually like the best they've probably ever had. <laughs> and he did a beautiful job singing. I don't know he did. Oh. If you Beautiful. just watch that scene and forget that Rachel's there, it's a great yes. scene. Yes. Oh, so good. So then we go into Kit and Matt have a conversation. I was really confused. Why? So was Kit saying that she just, it, it seemed like she was just kind of recusing herself? Like, I, I was confused. Mm. Like, she was kind of just like, you know what? This really isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know how she got there. Like I was, I I was, I felt like I was missing something. I think it is a big. It was a big difference in the presentation from that solo date they had to mm-hmm. to this conversation on the couch because it seems like she kind of just got right into it. I don't know what was yeah. going out, but I did like how she like kind of put him on notice that like, look, I'm not on your time. I'm on my time. Mm-hmm. Um, Kid said, just, look, she came very straight. You know, she's 21. She's another young one in the house. But um, her energy was so much different. Like she was just like, look, bottom line me. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, okay. I, I liked it. I, I liked that she said, like, right now, like, look, I need to finish school. I'm not even thinking mm-hmm. about having kids right now. So if that's where you're at, you need to find somebody else. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, like, sparked that in her. Yes. But, that was what I was kind of confused about. I was like, I hear you, Kit. But, like, where was this energy throughout the whole experience? Um, so needless to say, she has seeds of doubt. He walks her out. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, so <laughs> Matt response to her saying this is like okay i'm not rushing you on any timeline blah 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 and he like comforts her that that that, that's okay whatever Mm -hmm. and then i guess that group date ends she shows up at his 
little villa thing, right? Yeah, I guess like, so. Randomly, randomly pops up, and she, like, comes to tell him that she, she's out of there. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't really have to walk her out. She asked to leave. Oh, that's true. You're right. I don't know why I thought he walked her out. She basically was like, you gonna walk me Because <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving either like, way. Look, this isn't for me. I need to go back to school. I love her. <laughs> I know. I like her. I like her and as an individual. I don't like her for him. Um, yeah, no, absolutely I'm not. I'm glad she advocated for herself and what she needs. Exactly. So, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Um, so then we have, um, I'm pretty sure the girls talked about that. I didn't even write any notes for that. The girls I girls are dropping like flies at yeah. this point. We've lost Abigail, got walked out, Kit asked to leave. So then we have Jacinia and Matt. Um, I actually wasn't really looking forward to this date. Um, mm. I don't know what it is. Like, Jacinia, I don't mind her, but I was just like, mm, mm, mm. I don't know, energy. So, there's like some... Drifting? Yeah, if, I don't know why I have race car, but not in a track, so then not a race car. <laughs> <laughs> they went drifting. Uh, and... In a charger, no less. I was like, as a Fast and the Furious, like, oh avid goodness. fan, I was kind of insulted. Who drifts in a charger? <sighs> You, y'all try to die. You just gonna flip over. <laughs> they just were in this little parking lot. Like Drifting. <laughs> I, that was terrifying. Driving around. Um, and she's driving. She's drifting. I'm like, child, this is, <laughs> this is nuts. <sighs> so then after they drift, um, Oh, my God, I don't have any notes. <laughs> okay, so they went drifting. I think after that, they went to eat. Mm-hmm. There's always, like, the second part. They went to the second part of the date, and she's another one who's like, I'm falling in love with you. Yes. And then he picks up the rose. And oh, like, and then, I'm sorry, in the midst of that, they actually they cut to Michelle, because I have this down in my notes. Because Michelle oh. says, I will, she says that she would be extremely confused if Jacinia comes back with a rose. Because she Ooh. says there's no connection and no physical connection michelle is my girl man. michelle she's, that's why i put that down perceptive. i was like okay michelle <laughs> like i have to mark that down in my notes because i was like well, michelle can read the room that's because she's a teacher she mm. knows so yes yeah, so i had to add that i had to add that in because michelle said look what you're not about to see is jacinia <laughs> yeah so again jacinia confesses that she's falling in love and you know goes for the hail God. mary Matt picks up the rose, and I think he says another one of his classic lines of, you know, my heart's pulling me, or <laughs> other relationships has progressed more. One of those words. Yeah. And Jacinia doesn't come back from the solo date. You know, you see the, the producers taking her suitcase. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, is it do people really only have one suitcase on these shows? Because that just seems like it's not enough. There's no the way. they plan to be there. I mean, there's so many outfit changes and dresses and cocktail you know? hours. I wonder if they have, like, a costume room or something. I don't, I don't think so, but I think you... I have heard that women have, like, gone to debt, like, renting clothing wow. for Bachelor and stuff. That's what I've heard. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, they take her suitcase, and she's out of there. Yes. So then we have our final rose ceremony. We have Piper, Bree, Michelle, Serena, and Racist Rachel. We have Serena C. Oh, yes, yeah, Serena C. Oh, we bad. have both no. at this point. Right, Serena P already has a rose. Serena C does not have a rose at the start of the rose ceremony. No, the Asian Serena wasn't in this episode. Yes, she was. <laughs> no, she wasn't. What do you mean? No, she wasn't. She didn't. I don't. Have a rose. I don't have her in any in, in the group date. Oh, 
maybe she got her. She didn't. Maybe she got. No, Ser- Serena P was here, but not Serena C. You can Google it. I Google. I'm seeing Serena Chu was eliminated this week. With Heather, Chelsea, Abigail, Kit. Oh, in the beginning. Okay, yeah. So then she wasn't at the final rose ceremony then. Okay. Y'all, the way my notes are set up, I just have rose ceremony. I don't know. People people are dropping throughout the show. Yeah, so I have in the final rose ceremony, the Asian Serena wasn't there because she got eliminated in in the beginning. So I've got Piper, Brie, Michelle, Serena P, and Racist Rachel. Okay. And so we've had we have the rose ceremony, and ultimately Piper is eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, and sad. she seemed really angry. Like he walked her out, and like there was no hug, there was no kiss. She got into the car, shut the she door. Was with him on the amusement park the day. Oh, girl! All right, girl. So then that means that our hometowns are going to be Bree, Michelle, Serena P, and Racist Rachel. Bree, Michelle, Serena P, and Racist. You said four people, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a really exciting episode. Yeah. So that's where we are, ending week seven, and we're going to try to get into this Chris Harrison interview and hopefully can get God. pretty swiftly. It was only a 15-minute, 14-minute interview, but a lot is there. Um, <sighs> God. Let's go. Where so, should we start? Basically, I think the origin of this story is that a couple of weeks ago, if maybe not, maybe a month ago, whenever the show first started, someone made a TikTok about Rachel uh, Kirkall or Kirkenall or whatever her last name is, uh-huh. Rachel on the show currently, and basically said that she had a history of liking racist posts on Instagram and was photographed at a plantation party, um, like a... I don't know what they're called per se, but there are these parties. You said it was an old South antebellum party. Yes, yeah, basically where like all these white girls dressed like up. Dixie. Yeah, they well, it, they just dress up in like plantation outfits. Like it, were, it gives me like, what's what that is a plantation outfit for a white person? It's really it's kind of like old antebellum style. So it's like those big poofy like dresses with the skirts. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay. It, like I, if I see it, I know, like I know it. Like if I see it, I'm like, oh, that's plantation style. Like, and I don't know if it's just because I grew up seeing a lot of plantations and visiting a lot of plantations in Louisiana. They do that. Like they have those parties. Now, I'm, I went to LSU. I don't recall them having parties like that. Or if they did, they definitely didn't tell they didn't us invite you. because it would have been rioting in the streets. They have. Um, so she uh, was photographed at one of those parties. And it was all over TikTok, all over Twitter. Um, And I think people were just like, what the fuck is this, basically? Like, what's going on? So then Rachel Lindsay, obviously, you know, she's, you know, hip to the streets. And I'm sure she saw all that information as well. So this leads to their interview. Uh, Rachel is a correspondent on Extra TV. And they basically have a discussion about Rachel and, you know, this alleged past behavior. And so Chris... Oh, Chris. Um, his response is to basically say that we need to wait and see what Rachel says, but also we should give her grace, understanding, and compassion um, because people are tearing her apart and it's alarming. You know what? I feel like <laughs> white people always have compassion for white people, but never have compassion for people of color. Yeah. And the only time they play that compassion card is like he's doing right now like oh mm-hmm. we should you know 
allow Rachel some grace because she's young and she was in college or whatever, which yeah. that's fine. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve that, but if we're going to give that to people, we need to give it to everybody and not just. Well, and what's crazy is that like, that was probably the, the least offensive thing he said because he like really was, was feeling himself. I think um, he said that, you know, in 2018, you know, when they had this party, you know, we didn't have the, the lens that we have oh today, the lens of, of racism, or I, I honestly, I don't even know what, he's, what he was trying to say, but basically he was saying that, you know, in 2018, you know, we weren't woke enough. The, the amount of times he said woke, I Did counted you have a on that? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have 12. I think it might be more. Really yeah. Because he said different radiations of we're not, I, he said, I'm not the woke police. Um, and the woke police. People weren't woke, woke in police. 2018 is what he was saying. Yes, people weren't woke in 2018. Woke, woke enough. Who am I to speak on wokeness? Um, and he basically, he made it seem like it was a social media issue because he said that basically mm. people on social media have no grace or understanding. And, you know, everybody is, you know, the woke police on Instagram. That, it was just so bad. Um so basically, he said, you know, do we erase our history, you know, referencing the Old South antebellum parties, or do we learn from it? And honestly, I felt like, I don't think he was, he was ill-prepared for this interview. I think he was like, you know what, I got this, you know, I'm Chris, you know, Rachel and I, you know, we got an understanding, you know, it'll be a great conversation. <laughs> and then he got on there, and, and Rachel allowed him to show his complete ass. I mean, like, I have never heard more mansplaining of racism so clearly. Yeah. I know like, this is a lot of talking, but he never never once said like that's not acceptable. Yeah. Or, like you can just easily very easily like condemn that behavior, but he mm -hmm. was like caping for her. I yeah, he like. he literally said that at the party when he referenced the old South Antebellum party, he said, "I'm sure the people there in 2018 weren't saying it's really not that woke that we are here." But I'm sure they say that in 2021. Chris, what the fuck are you talking about? He also said, I know 50 million people did that 50 in million people. Who the hell are you friends with, Chris? I'm like, so your friends are racist? And then he so, himself said that we weren't woke in 19... He said we weren't woke in 1970, but we were learning. I'm like, after the civil rights movement? <laughs> When he says we, he's speaking about a very specific group of people. I and think, he's like, from Texas. So I think he was, basically, he was basically saying that, look, after the civil rights movement, I, I was doing some things <laughs> that weren't good. I'm like, Chris, Chris. So what I loved about this, what I loved about this interview is that we are, honestly, I will say that I think we are in a new lens in 2021. We are in the lens of, look, the shit that you used to do last year the year before and today today's age it's not gonna fly because we have accountability this year so he's right in the sense that there is a new lens in 2021 and it's you cannot do this shit anymore like we're not standing for this so what i really loved is that after this interview i think it kind of blew up like it was all over twitter because i remember looking at me like did i miss something like like is this a new episode i was very confused um, and so Chris issued an apology on Instagram, like some sort of like, I don't know, PR scripted yeah, message. It was, it was damage control. Yes. But then he did another one 
he did two. So he did the first initial apology, and then he did the second one where he basically said, I'm going to have to take some time <laughs> to, um, to, to reflect and learn. <laughs> basically, administrative leave would pay. If he were a cop, it would be administrative leave would pay, basically, where he's just like, I got to think about some things and distance myself from the show. But it was more than that, because in the midst of that, Rachel actually put out a statement um, basically saying, I honestly, I don't even remember what she said. She, it was just an apology. Honestly, I don't care. Rachel who? Rachel Kirkenall. Oh, she put out a statement. Yes, she put out a statement on her Instagram. You can pull it up if you want. I think I read it, but I also don't care. Like, I just feel like 2018 was four years ago. Or like not a little, even. like not even four years ago. Three. And so <laughs> I just feel like you were at an old South Antebellum party in 2018. That was after all those protests in Ferguson, all that shit that happened with Sandra Bay. Like, you knew. So, like, I actually, I don't give her any grace. <laughs> and I don't give her any understanding or compassion. I'm over it. Um, but what I love is that there are so many people now who are going to keep their foots on this bachelor neck, so to speak. And there are so many, like, all the gals from this past season had statements up on Instagram about racism yeah. and not standing yes, for it. And I think people from Tasha's season and some guys from um, from Rachel Lindsay's season, like, they're all kind of banging together and just, like, look, the Bachelor's racist as fuck. They need to do some... They got to make some changes. And so for me, this kind of puts me... I'm eager to hear what Matt has to say because Matt, I... Did an interview with Rachel. Well, this, was this before or after? After he he since since this aired he I saw that he had an interview with Rachel Lindsay as well. No, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, confused. Oh, an interview with Rachel Lindsay. Sorry. Okay, so then to disregard everything we just said. Okay. Disregard me. So he okay. I want to know what he has to say because the word on the street is that he chose her. Mm. And so if that's the case, all the stir about this racist history. I don't think that's good for a, a, a new and blossoming relationship. It's not. I think Rachel Lindsay also made a good point because she was saying there's nothing that contractually stops her from like denying this. She's right. just choosing. She had chosen up until the point she made the post, I guess, to not say anything and to let this this run. And as Chris mm -hmm. mentioned, you know, they were pulling her parents in it because they pulled like their voting records. They voted right. Republican, oh, yeah. MAGA kind of stuff. Um, and we're going to see on this next episode when he goes to meet their parents how that goes. It'll go fine because, like, I don't think they're <laughs> – like, the thing is that, like, we all know what ra that racism comes in different forms, you know? It's yeah. not it's not the racism sure. that's looking, like, super loud and it's like, you nigger. Like, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, you're one of – in their heads, they're going to think, oh, he's one of the good ones. Oh, his mom's white. Whatever. Oh, this is fine. Like, we're not going to see them being racist, so yeah, we're not going to see not. anything. We're not. He does. Chris does say that the women address it on the tell-all a little yeah. bit whenever yeah. that happens. Does that happen after? I think it happens chosen? like right before the winner is chosen, maybe. But I also okay. don't think that Rachel was there, which which makes me believe that she made it at least to like the last episode. So that's why, like, if he really did choose her, which I think he did, I feel like they're not. I mean, I don't know if they're going to last. Like, it's just, it's too much. Like, my girlfriend now has all this racist history attached to her name and has had to publicly apologize. Yeah. I mean, maybe he can give her the grace, understanding, and compassion, but, like, He seems girl. very taken with her, so I think that's a concern. I think if she were to tell him, oh, I've learned my ways, I'm now, quote-unquote, woke, he... <sighs> 
might be falling for it. I don't well, know with him. And if that's the case, then, like, honestly, that's unfortunate. And, you know, but it'll come full circle then. Because, like, yeah. if he accepts that type of behavior, Matt. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Matthew. I guess maybe after the show finishes airing, then he might speak. I don't know. Because I would think if she's not contractually unable to speak against it, he wouldn't be either. But I don't know. And I guess Chris is saying, oh, like he was trying to say, like, oh, we have to give Rachel the chance to speak first. And then other Chris can speak. go. I don't know. I don't give a fuck what he has like, to I say. Like, I saw what he was saying, but I still feel like Matt could speak on his own. Yes, like, he is the star. Like, it's it's supposed to be, quote-unquote, his show. So, like, all Matt this, oh, he really is. Like, and see, this is why every every week I wish I watched the show, I'm like, this should have been Mike. <laughs> like, it just, yeah. it just should have been Mike. interview with Mike and Rachel Lindsay, because I feel like Mike might have had something good to say, but I'll go back and watch yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, so that concludes our Bachelor recap. A very, um... I mean, just honestly, very eventful, very interesting. Um, man, this Bachelor franchise, ooh, Chile. Bless, <sighs> Bless them. Okay, so let's move on to our <laughs> recommendations. Um, <laughs> this is our section where we'll recommend, you know, good, bad, embarrassing TV of all sorts. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go first and go recommend um, the movie. I'm actually going to recommend a movie this week called I Care A Lot on Netflix. You guys, if you are fans of Gone <laughs> Girl, you're going to love this movie. Gone Girl is like one of my favorite movies of all time because that actress is nuts. I mean, she just plays the crazy unhinged white woman name? so well. Is it Rosamund Pike? I think. Ooh. I have to look it up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm not sure. But she basically plays this like caretaker or like a CEO of caretakers on this movie and like Honestly, I don't want to say too much without giving it away, but it was just such a ride. Like, it was so exciting. The, the, the beginning and the end were riveting. I do feel like in the, <laughs> in the middle, um, the actor from Game of Thrones is on there. I forgot his name. His um, name's Tyrion on Game of Thrones, but he has a, yeah. another name that's like a Eldred, Dredred, something. Yeah, it's like Peter... Peter Dinklage. Yes, yes, Peter. And so I felt like he's such a strong actor... And he really didn't... I think it is, though. I think it is Peter Peter Dinklage. Okay, see, we were close. We were close. I don't know why I thought it was, like, Russian. I was like, Dinklage. Because he's a Russian... Oh, Oh, is he Russian? No, sorry. That was a spoiler. Is he from Scotland? No, he's an American actor. (laughs) He's Russian in the movie. Okay, well, yeah. So... (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, um, I felt like he's... I felt like his acting skills were underutilized in this movie because he's really a strong actor and I, I wasn't getting much from him, but I definitely think you should watch it. It's a quick hour and a half, quick movie, loved it, riveting, Gone Girl-esque, go watch it. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've also watched the movie. I was lost in the middle, but the beginning <laughs> and end were good. It was riveting. I was, I was caught up in the beginning. I was like really excited for where it was going and then... I mean, it took it took some turns, you know. It, it took a couple of turns where I was like, "All right, y'all, like let's There's bring it back." There's a lot of guessing involved. I can <laughs> yes. see where the thrill is. I was yeah, like, "Let's bring it back little... to the center." But I mean, honestly, like it was a nice reprieve from this week. Like as you know, like this week was just it was just a lot, and so I just needed something that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it gave me that. So I appreciate oh it. Goodness. I really did. Okay. Do you want to rate it? What would you give it out of five? Oh, man. I mean, I think because it was what I really needed at the time, I'd give it like a four out of five. But if I were Ooh. in like my, my normal, like just like non-stressed out state, I'd probably give it like a three out of five. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... All right, there's some insight for you guys about that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's on Netflix, and you know, if you Netflix a lot, you just put stuff on and see what happens. Exactly. Just um, roll the dice. <laughs> my recommendation this week is a game show. Oh, I really love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really love trivia kind of game shows, uh, like mm. Weakest Link. Since that's been back out, I've been watching that. Like, just a lot of fast-paced trivia. But this show um, that I'm going to recommend is called The Hustler. Oh. And if you have, uh, if any of you understand the way, like, Among Us works, it's kind of like that. So, it's game show starts, and it's these people, they're in a library. It's five of them. One person is the hustler. The hustler's job is to win money but not let people catch on to, like, they're the, they're the, the actual person that they're trying Interesting. to catch. Interesting. Okay. So basically, the five people are there. They share like a fun fact about the hustler, who the hustler is. So, mm-hmm. for example, one of them was recently like, oh, the hustler broke someone's arm playing football or playing high school football. And then that's like a fact about the hustler. And then it goes on to like a trivia question that's based on football. And oh. so as the people are the people are trying to collaborate, they're all they have to come to one answer together. So they oh read the my. trivia question, you have the trivia answers, and they're like, the the hustler knows all the answers to the trivia question is the important part. So you want to pay attention to who's answering and who's advocating for what answers. Jay, this is so much answers. thinking. Oh my god. It's so good though. It's so I hope <laughs> I'm explaining it well. But Basically, like, if I was the hustler, I would know all the answers, and I would try to get you guys to the right answers so we could win money, but mm. if you guys were stuck on a wrong answer, I might have to not let that, I might have to let that go through so that I don't give myself away as the hustler. Interesting. At the end, at the end if the hustler is not guessed, the hustler wins all the money. And how much and money is that? It depends on how many questions they get right. Mm. So it could be like $120,000. Oh, my God. Wait, but, so that's, but that's split amongst everyone? Okay, let me go back. So <laughs> the hustler is eliminating people throughout the show. Oh, so they have okay, so it's see- one person. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's two people. So at the end, there's three. It starts with five. At the end, there's three people. As it goes on, after a few questions, they'll do, like, a secret ballot. The only vote that counts is the hustler's vote. So mm-hmm. whoever the hustler votes out is the person that's eliminated. And then they'll do kind of like a Q&A, like, why do you think you were eliminated? And who do you think the hustler might be? And then they go on through the show. And so at the end, it's usually the hustler and two other people. And at this point, they're trying to get on the same page. So if it's like me, if I'm the hustler and Tamara has me pegged as the hustler and the other person has Tamara pegged, I'm going to say it's Tamara too. I'm like, yeah, it's Tamara. She's the hustler, blah, 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 blah. And then if I get that other person to go with me, I win the pot. If Tamara and the other person are saying Jade's the hustler, then they split the winnings if they get it if they both get it right. But I have to try to convince them it's not mm. me. So where can the, where can we watch this? It's on ABC and Hulu. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a really many, quick show. How many seasons like are minutes. there? This is the first season. I think there may be five or six episodes in. Oh, 
Okay. But so it's pretty quick little guessing game. Like I like to watch it because I like the, these little trivia games get my mind a break from reality again. Mm. Um, but as I'm watching, I'm trying to like also see like who I think it might be and see. But then sometimes the people I think it might be get eliminated. I'm like, well, it wasn't them, but I sure thought it was them. And, okay. You know, try Perfect. to see who tip their hand a little bit. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. If you like that kind of like infiltrating kind of game like the circle it's kind of like that but it's mm, okay okay i see so if you enjoy so basically if you enjoy like kind of trivia-esque games that would be perfect for you trivia with a little mystery yes and then if you just want to watch some ridiculous foolishness a little <laughs> bit of action a little bit of you know suspense then you could watch <laughs> i care i care too much I care so, a lot. Yeah, I care a lot. Because honestly, in the movie, she kept saying, I care too much. It was just a lot of caring. It's honestly, you got to watch it. They kind of drive that point home. That yes, they do. Different. Man, what an ending. Okay, so you guys, that con- this concludes our Bachelor episode. We will be back this week with Married at First Sight. <sighs> yeah, That's coming. The- the goal is to have Married at First Sight next and then to have our regular episode covering both coming yes, after that. Yes, yes. And hopefully we'll be at weekly by then to just kind of condense this because when you're trying to cover many weeks with multiple mm-hmm. shows, it just gets a little, little hairy, especially with all the drama going on with both of these shows. So. Yes. I mean, both of these shows are having like an unprecedented amount of drama. <laughs> and so we're going to have to adjust like our recording because, I mean, just these two, these biweekly sessions... My goodness, we'll be in here all night. So, yes, so stay on the lookout for our new schedule. And, as always, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting. Follow us. Oh, yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And follow us, please. Follow us on Instagram, not just reality. Um, you can send us an email if you want, not just reality podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts at the moment. Um, and you can subscribe to us on those. We're going to be more consistent now that we're, we've survived the winter storm yes. of 2021 in Texas. So Let's just hope we don't have another one soon, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Don't forget to donate when you can. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys giving us another listen and hearing our opinions. We're curious to know if you guys share some of the same opinions. Um, we'll talk to you very, very soon from Married at First Sight. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.